In this week's show, it's just me and the mic, and I tackle a subject I see coming up more and more. Marketing isn't just about communications. Welcome to episode 154 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This is the podcast for ideas and inspiration on marketing your business and growing your business and for discussing topics on all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy and keynote speaker from Edinburgh, helping you keep your marketing strategy simple and the BS at bay. Happy New Year, folks, and welcome to the show. I hope you had a great festive rest and are back, raring to go for the new year. So here's to a successful 2018 for all of us. Thanks, as always, for downloading or streaming the Marketing and Finance podcast. I really do appreciate you plugging me and my guests into your earbuds. And I've got some great interviews coming up in the next few weeks, including Chris Skinner talking about banking and cryptocurrencies, Ben Amos on storytelling, and Natalie Haley on being the entrepreneur in residence at Lancaster University. But this week, it's just me and the mic. Most of us set goals for ourselves and our businesses at this time of year, and helping my clients keep their marketing simple has become the key feature of what I do. And this year, I want to further help people put together strategies without all the complexity that often goes with it. And for that reason, I've been giving the whole subject of what marketing is and what people and companies perceive it to be A lot of thought over the last month or so. And I think we've forgotten that marketing is not just about communication. And that's what I want to talk about today. It's such an important subject that I've also written a full blog post for you to read as well if you prefer that to listening to this podcast episode. You can find the blog post along with the show notes for this episode at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash M-A-F. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash M-A-F. So let's talk about marketing right here on the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Marketing isn't just about communications. And by communications, I mean advertising, promotions, websites, content, social media, email, snail mail, and any medium putting a message in front of a customer. All of these activities are an important part of marketing, but there's more to marketing than this. Much more. But pick up a clipboard and get yourself out onto the street and ask people, what is marketing? And I bet many would answer advertising. Some might say spam email or cold calling. Perhaps a few would say social media. Fewer, I think, would say content like blogs, podcasts, and ebooks. Overall, communications collectively would be, I think, the most popular answer. As a marketer with more than 25 years' experience, I know there's much more to marketing than communications because they drummed it into me at college and they drummed it into me in my many junior marketing roles until I'd worked my way up the corporate ladder high enough to be able to drum it into those working for me. I remember my first interview for a full-on marketing role. Now, in the job description, they explained that the successful candidate would be responsible for the strategy and marketing mix for the product range. The marketing mix. Now, that's not a phrase you hear much these days. 
you'll find it on university syllabuses and in marketing textbooks where you won't hear it as much. Where you won't hear it used as much is in marketing departments. The marketing manager interviewing me for the role, the guy who turned out to be my future boss, asked me to explain my understanding of strategy and marketing mix. I sifted through the memories of my college course and the work experience I'd had to date. Something like this came out of my mouth. Strategy is setting out the goal and planning to achieve the goal by meeting a customer need. The marketing mix is the tactics we use to fulfill the strategy. <laughs> now, thinking back, I may have used clunkier, more jargony words than that. But this was many years before I developed an obsession with simplicity in marketing. My future manager seemed pleased with my articulation of a strategy and a goal. He urged me to explain the tactics available within the marketing mix. Straight from the textbooks, I plucked the good old-fashioned four Ps of marketing. The product, the price you charge for it, the place you sell it, and what you do to promote it. Place is really distribution, of course, but I guess whoever invented the four Ps had to call it something beginning with P. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been the four Ps, it would have been the three Ps and the D. My future boss must have liked my answers because he gave me the job. And once I started, and over the next few years, he taught me a great deal. In our weekly review meetings, the need to balance strategy with tactics was a fixed agenda item. Getting the strategy nailed before diving into the tactics was his constant refrain. A stickler for research, my boss wouldn't let me do anything without evidence to back up the decision. As good and as important these lessons were, at the time, I did feel a little bit frustrated. Think about it, I was a young marketer. I wanted to write brochures. I wanted to write advertising copy. I wanted to work with the agencies on the creatives. Research was dull. Strategy was painful. I wanted to get my hands on the exciting stuff. But as I said, he was a stickler. So we did the research, we put the strategy in place, and then we got on with the tactics. Our company grew its market share. The balance worked. From my studies, I've always known on paper, marketing wasn't just about communications, but here I was living it and breathing it and seeing it succeed. Now, 25 years later, I hear so many companies talking about marketing as if it is, in fact, just about the communications. And listening to the advice of some marketing influencers, I can see why some do think it's just about the communications. Influencers say, you need to be on Twitter doing Twitter marketing. They say you need to be doing live video. They say you need to be doing blogging. They say you need to be doing content. The marketing influencers influence. Companies listen. I talk to a potential client and they'll say, we need to be on Twitter. Can you help us get our Twitter marketing right? Or they say, we need to be doing live video or we need to be doing blogging. Now, all of these activities are perfectly legitimate tactics in any marketing strategy. The problem is we seem to have forgotten that marketing involves more than just the tactics of communication. And that's where a lot of companies are falling down. They want to dive straight into the tactics of communication. And perhaps it's because many of those influencers have specific, often superb, communication skills. They may be incredibly successful on Instagram. They may have hundreds of subscribers on YouTube, millions of followers on Twitter. The world's media 
hail them as marketing gurus, and conference organisers invite them onto stages in giant auditoriums. And while some do have wider marketing pedigrees, others are solely experts in their chosen type of communication. Now, there's nothing wrong with this, of course. These influencers work bloody hard and deserve their success and their accolades but they can perpetuate the view that marketing is just about the communications. And that's why I'm asking, have we forgotten about research? Have we forgotten about strategy and the other components of what academics call the marketing mix, the tactical tools of product, price, place and promotion? Perhaps we have, and I can understand why. Thinking back to young me, I remember my eagerness to get to grips with writing brochures and ad copy and working with those creative agencies. Today, the communications tools are so much sexier. Social media, apps, web platforms, email, bots, AI, VR, programmatic. The shiny toys seduce all marketers me included. No wonder everyone wants to play with the tactical toys. Who wants to bother with all the boring academic stuff? Research? No thanks. Strategy? Oh please. The four Ps? Nah, that's for naff old college professors. But as stuffy as it may seem, and as shiny as the toys have become, before you can dive into communications, promotions, advertising, engagement, or whatever you want to call it, you must have a strategy. But maybe we need to have a strategy without using the word strategy. If the word strategy makes you go cold inside or creates a sinking feeling in your stomach, perhaps you've been involved in one of those endless corporate away day sessions. So let's not call it strategy. But we still need to go through the process. From a traditional academic standpoint, this means segmenting the customer base, targeting a segment of those customers and putting together a proposition to meet those customers' needs. Now, sometimes, often in big corporates, this is where the process gets painful. Mired in SWOT analysis, pest analysis, Boston grids, Ansoff's matrices, and Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the analysis paralysis puts many people off the S word. Again, these are legitimate, tried and trusted exercises and processes but we don't need to make it so complicated. We can keep it simple. This is what's driven me for the last two decades. As a marketer who's tried to keep things simple for a couple of decades now, I like to try and get through this using as little jargon or mumbo jumbo as possible, or at least come up with an easy to understand alternative. So instead of proposition, let's use the term offer. And to get to an offer, we must first understand the customer. Start by answering this question. Who is my customer? And be pinpoint exact in your answer. Now that's the segmentation bit. Now listen, millennials aren't a segment. Everyone in the UK between ages 20 and 50 isn't a segment. We need to be specific. And then we need to get to know what their needs are. We need to listen to them. We need to do research. We need to monitor social media. Use what you hear to discover what their needs and problems are. Once you know this, you can come up with something that meets their needs or solves their problem. This is your offer. A product or a service that meets your customer's need or solves your customer's problem better than anyone else. The better than anyone else bit is your competitive advantage. 
from your offer, you'll be able to create your positioning statements. Gosh, I am using a few jargony terms here. Now, depending upon the stage of your business development, you can find your brand, your vision, and your mission from these positioning statements. But that's another long podcast in itself. Let's keep it simple and just call these positioning statements your whys. Next is your goal. Once you have your offer, define your goal. Is it to make a certain level of profit? Is it to bring in a target amount of revenue? Is it to get a certain number of customers? Is it to achieve a percentage market share? So now we have a target market. You have an offer to meet the needs of that market. And you have a goal. Lo and behold, that's your strategy. But we've done it without using the S word, more or less. Now you can start to think about the tactics, or as I like to call it, simply the activity to support your offer and your goal. Here's where we move into four P's territory, (laughs) or depending upon which course you studied or which books you read, the seven P's or even the 11 P's. The product or service is part of your activity, as is the price. You can change and refine these as you get feedback from your customers. There's also distribution, that thing academics call place. And finally, we get to promotions or communications. Or maybe we should call it engagement, because it may also include content and social media instead of just in-your-face advertising. And because you know your customer intimately, you'll know where to communicate with them and on what platforms. You'll better understand which of the shiny toys are relevant to your customers and which aren't. All of what I've just described there is marketing. Marketing isn't just about the communications. Let's recap. Marketing is research. Marketing is asking who is the customer. Marketing is asking what is their need or what is their problem. Marketing is putting together your offer. Marketing is working out why your offer is better than anybody else's. Marketing is coming up with your whys. Marketing is coming up with your product and service and, of course, the customer service that goes with it. Marketing is coming up with the price. Marketing is ensuring the distribution is in place. And finally, marketing is about your communications. So if communication is only one out of at least 10 things to think about when putting together a marketing strategy, why do so many people think marketing is just the last bit? that marketing is just the communications? And why do so many of the influencers we hail as marketing experts only talk about that last bit, the communication? As I said earlier, because it is exciting. We love those shiny new toys. We want to jump straight into the communication because it feels like real marketing. But without the other components of a marketing strategy, it's possible that the tactics of communication will fail. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this subject, that marketing isn't just about communications. It's about putting together an overall strategy, of which communications is a very important tactical component. It's my focus to help businesses like yours put together simple marketing strategies. And what I've described over the last 20 minutes is a very simple framework. 
but it does the same job as all those SWOT analysis, pest analysis, Boston grids, Ansoff's matrices, and Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and of course, all those P's of marketing, whether it's 4, 7, or 11. I've been using my offer goal activity model to help companies put together their overall marketing strategies. But the great thing about the model is you can use it for an overall marketing strategy or for an individual piece of marketing collateral. I'd love to chat to you about this, either as a potential customer or as a potential guest on the Marketing and Finance podcast. Look me up at rogeredwards.co.uk, get in touch, and let's have a chat. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Finance podcast. Next week, we'll be back to normal. I'll have my guest, Chris Skinner, on the show talking about banking and cryptocurrencies. And my goodness, isn't blockchain and Bitcoin a hot topic at the moment? In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MAF for links to the apps and books and topics we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.